What's going on, guys? You're listening to Behind the Board with your host, DJ Magic Hat, a.k.a. Blake. And with me, I have a special guest. He's the entertainment coordinator for the Wicked 102.5. It is DJ Oz, also known as Cole McNall. Hello. Yes, yes. How, how's it going there, uh, DJ Magic Hat? I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me on Behind the Board. You're welcome. Yeah, I want to get a... Get a little bit of insight into the little DJ brain of yours. So go yeah. ahead, so, go ahead and give us a little rundown of uh, like your major and you're here at the school yeah. and then uh, what you do here for the station. Absolutely. So I am a third semester student in the undergraduate program of Unmanned Aircraft System Sciences with a minor in computer science. Uh, I am a sophomore, but like I said, this is my third semester with the UAS program. My first semester here, I was AE and like a lot of AE students, they dropped after their first <laughs> semester. <laughs> um, but I fell in love with Wicked very fast when I came here in 2019, fall 2019. Uh, I became a member very quickly, had a radio show very quickly, became an entertainment DJ very quickly. And I was like, I want to contribute. And I ran for positions, didn't get them. Unfortunately, our previous entertainment coordinator wasn't able to return Um that's when I was like, well, I'll apply for it. Um, so I applied for entertainment coordinator, and I got the position, uh, being the only one that had applied in the time. And then, so now I'm in charge of training all entertainment DJs on the CDJs and the mixer, as well as um, scheduling all the DJ events for DJs to actually go out and DJ, whether it be on campus or off campus. Nice. And the, dis- the difference between the entertainment DJs is that they're the ones that do all the live events. Yes, the entertainment DJs are doing the live events when you see them in the Union, at Boundless, on the Quad, wherever it might be. Mm-hmm. I mean, we go off. We used to go off campus, but it's a lot more difficult to do that now with COVID, but yeah. Cool, cool. So for you since you are also an entertainment dj i'm going to ask you a few of the cool entertainment dj questions okay that are provided by you okay so now you're going to answer the questions you gave me okay so, so first question oh hold on so when you are uh at an event and doing an event what do you usually play like what what type of music and genre do you play? Like, what's like some of your favorite yeah. mixes to play? No, I I love playing a little bit of everything to be honest. So mm-hmm. I will go to groovy funky music. I will go to uh, rap. I will play Eminem. I will play Coolio. I love playing Gangsters Paradise because nobody like nobody like really thinks about these songs in like an aspect of. I could hear this DJing. So I find mixes of the song, or I find two songs that I could put together and like be able to transition immediately. Like people always know the Mariah Carey one where it's like, uh, uh, the Christmas song is mm-hmm. like, uh, all I, all I want, all for, I want for Christmas is, is you. And it's all I want for Christmas is, and then it goes into you, uh, crank that by soldier boy. You know, like that's a big one that yeah. a lot of people know. So I, I try to figure out other songs I can do something like that with. And I mean, I'll play rock, I'll play everything. And I try to make it just sound as smooth as possible. And I love being able to hint, like hint the song throughout another mix that way it's somebody like if somebody might hear and be like yo because that's what i'm always like i'm always like so satisfied with the yo oh and people are like they're listening like oh yeah uh, <laughs> uh, he did that <laughs> he did the thing he did the thing <laughs> exactly the whole time i play uh, a electric swing version of real slim shady yeah that i absolutely love and i can 
mix it perfectly with a remix of Californication, and it is just like, it's nutty, man. It's nutty. Nice. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite BPM? Because apparently that's a big thing yes, between. That is a question. Uh, <laughs> that, that is a question. No, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I think I told you to ask that. Yes, question. I d- you did. That's what I said. These you gave me these questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite BPM. So a lot of songs that I play are in the 120 range between 120 and 130, and then I don't really have a lot in the 130. It just bumps up to 140 and 150, and that's just. Like it's not my choice of doing that. It's just the songs that I like to play. That's what it mm-hmm. is. My favorite BPM is going to be one twenty six because that's where I have the most songs. And for people, so just, for people who don't know, BPM is beats per minute. So right, how many so, beats are in the measure per minute? Yeah. So songs go off of bars, and in those bars is four beats. And so you will have um, like. 64 beats in a 32 bar and a 32 bar on average is going to be around uh like 20 seconds give or take so nice a little bit of a little bit of dj yeah you guys will never remember that (laughs) (laughs) oh what has been your favorite event so far since uh since being becoming an entertainment dj yeah I think my favorite event was actually one that I went and shadowed. It was my first event that I shadowed. I went with uh, DJ Saucy Sam last semester, or my first semester. Uh, We had to do a Caribbean Student Association event off campus, and they needed a sub, and they needed all this equipment. And Sauce and I were just supposed to go to this event and monitor the equipment. They were DJing. They had their own DJ. Mm -hmm. We weren't doing anything, right? So... I got to just watch him DJ with our equipment and everything and see how that was all going. Uh, so I was just really excited like to see somebody that was quote unquote, a real pro, you know, cause I never seen like sauce DJ and like, I've been to the yeah, rave and yeah. I've seen that, but like this guy like got paid like not through the school, the DJ. Right. And he does that a lot. So it was really interesting to see him DJ and just be there and see how he was getting the crowd to interact so that's cr- your favorite event. I is didn't even one- DJ. Yeah. Yep. When you didn't even DJ, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I did really like the Halloween event that we did this uh, last semester, though, mm-hmm. when it was like October 12th. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact date, but I think it was October 12th. I was DJing for two hours and people were pumpkin carving. And I was just having a really fun time because I could see everyone else was having a fun time. And I had everyone at Wicked there that was all like, yo, I love that. And then they were getting all excited. So then I was excited. And I was like, glad you guys like this. Like, it's, yeah, it, it's a good feeling. What is, uh, I guess, like, the next one is about kind of, like, your style. Mm-hmm. Like, what type of music and stuff that you play that, like, I guess, like, give me an insight into your, your DJing style at these events when you're picking up music. Upbeat. I mean, you got to read the crowd, obviously, but it is difficult to read the crowd when they're not focusing or paying attention most of the time that's going to happen at boundless <laughs> no offense and i know that i'm the one scheduling this event so it's like a slap i'm slapping myself in the face almost but um it's just like music that i know they want to hear like i will mm-hmm. play throwbacks occasionally i'll play kiss me through the phone by uh soldier boy just because I think that's what they want to hear, right? <laughs> like, if they hear that, they're going to be like, yo, I remember when I knew this song or the show goes on by Lupe Fiasco because in oh, 2011, yeah. that song was the the real deal to yeah. me. I remember that, and I was like, I can rap this. 
So I'll, I'll play stuff that people like haven't heard in a long time. Or shoot, you could play "Baby" by Justin Bieber and everyone would go nuts. Yeah, but it's true. So it just, just depends. It's just upbeat. Upbeat. Yeah, kind of like your style. Yeah, cool, fun man. stuff. Honestly, stuff that just it sounds fun. You also have a radio show I on have, the other side. Mm-hmm. You have multiple radio shows. I Give do. Me, let's talk about those. Okay. Yeah, so I have four radio shows, and my first when I first came here, I had one radio show called The Cantina, and I was featured on Mark's show a couple times that he did, the micro USB, and then I've been on, I was on Memory Loss like a couple times, your show, great show, Thank you. check it out, 6 p.m. on Fridays. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> See, I'm shouting you out now. Um, but now, this semester, I am doing... Well, when I came here last semester, I was doing one show, and then it was, hey, do you want to do a morning show? And I was like, sure. And then it was, do we want to do another one? So, right, like in a matter of two weeks being back my first semester, I was doing one radio show on Fridays called uh, The Underground. I don't even remember. (laughs) The (laughs) Underground. And then I started... uh, Monday Morning Grind, which was a, a, a grind. That show was just to like be a uplifting morning show on Mondays. And then we started Wonderland on Tuesdays. Thurs- no, no, Thursday, it was tu- no, Thursday morning. Or was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday mornings. Tuesday mornings, Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Yeah. And, or 6 to 9, depending on, the- <laughs> depending on when you listen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I did find out about our ping pong tournament and that you scheduled the tables from 6, <laughs> six to, to 9. nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this dog. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so then, and then you had your morning show on Wednesdays, and I was like, great, I don't need another radio show. Well, sh- uh, I'd say about a month later, I was like, I want an, I want a late show. I want to play explicit music. That was really the reason. I wanted to play music that I really liked that you can't play during normal hours. And so I did that, and that was fun for a little while, and I got tired of doing that because it was late. You know, I'm waking up early, I'm going to bed late, and I was... uh whatever but I went into this semester had to change up my shows a little bit but now I do a show on Wednesdays I do Wednesday of Oz which is the morning show that I do and it's a little bit like your show just because it's the same time Mm -hmm. so I have the Wednesday of Oz which can you give the time yes that is from 9 a.m. eastern time to 10 a.m. eastern time and then Thursdays, we have Wonderland still from 7 to 8, right before Sea Shanties, the yeah. best show on <laughs> the Wicked 102.5. So sad it hasn't won an award yet. It has won <laughs> many in my head. Don't you worry. And then Fridays, I do Oz's Underground Attic, which was a little spinoff between the Underground and Oz's Attic, which was my late night show. And then on Sundays, I do a radio show with my girlfriend, uh, Moonlight Mantra, and that's more acoustic and music that... the artist is just trying to put into like how the artist is trying to allow the listener to feel Mm -hmm. as well as how you can feel from what so you have you have a lot of shows i have four right now yeah it's a lot of contributing to the yeah schedule there yeah so i have four right now and then my girlfriend has hers on mondays and i i go on that one every now and then too but so i will say uh why why have I guess why do all of this? Like why, uh-huh. especially since you're you're doing radio shows and entertainment. Like you have four yeah. radio shows, and you're doing you're doing events when you can, obviously. Yeah. So like why? Like what's the what's the motivation behind that? The 
DJing, I've always said since I came here, like the live entertainment DJs, I've said I will always do free. I would because it is just it's fun. It, creating a mix that sounds really good and then it happening is one of the most satisfying feelings because of the way I feel about music, like mm -hmm. how music just hits me and affects me. But when I came and visited the school back in the spring of 2019, I came to the union and walked by a ra the radio station. And the radio station, this union had been built like two months prior. So it is fresh and everything. I walk in and I'm like, hey, I'm uh, I might be coming here. And then I walked out. I got a tour from our old general manager, Thomas. And I walked out and my parents were right there. And I said, I'm coming to the school. I was like, I'm going to have a radio show. This was the sole decision. This was the decision. I walked into the radio store. I walked out. Radio station. Radio station. Excuse me. And I walked out and I was like, this is it. I'm coming here. This is the place. And it was like, no, there was no more. I just knew. I just wanted to come here. I wanted to have a radio show. I wanted to do that. And I don't know why. Like, I just, I listen to music all by myself all the time. And I, it wasn't like I ever had the ox when I was with my <laughs> friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I just, I loved music. And I was like, I want to just put what I love on air. And I thought it would be really good practice for public speaking. So I do it just because I care a lot about music. And I think that music is a very good uh, piece of therapy mm -hmm. in, in some ways. In other ways, I think music is just like, there are some songs that you can listen to and depending on your mood, you can still listen to that same song. So you can be sad and listen to that song. You can be happy and listen to that song. You can be depressed and listen to that song. That you saying that is so wild because I interviewed Kent and when he was talking about he's talking about a song from Post Malone he's talking about R&B yeah and he said that exact same thing yeah when he's looking for music is that it's something that you can listen to in any at, at any point morning night yep lunchtime studying yeah it, it don't no matter it's so crazy that like that you and him like basically mm -hmm. have just said the same thing yeah it's like a really like wild yeah i think a lot of people feel that way but like there are some songs that are like the most upbeat songs and it is the only song that i would want to listen to when i'm sad or to upset or like literally in tears or whatever mm -hmm. like because of how it makes me feel and i can cry more to it because i'm like it is making me happy and I don't want to be happy. Yeah. But it is doing that. It I know is, it is helpful. I know a lot of, I know some people like that's what they try to like tell you to yeah. do. Like when you're sad, most people just listen to stay like double down and you listen to all the, you, you put the feels playlist yep. on sad, so boy hours. sad boy hours the yep. whole time. But they usually try, I don't know, but my, like my like little feels playlist is different. Yeah. It's like that. I have happy songs like Great in there. Yellow sun is <laughs> reflecting <laughs> in there. <laughs> I have like happy songs in there. Like it's Spotify, so I can just skip them. Right. If I'm feeling that bad about myself. Shut up, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't me. <laughs> but, but like it's to get you like because it's a song, like a song will pop up and you just like kind of like start jamming out like just a little bit, even yeah. if you're really sad and you start singing and it makes you feel that much better. Right. So it's pretty wild, which goes to my next question. Uh, what for since you do the radio show and love music so much what is your favorite genre and then why yeah i love that question um alternative rock is my favorite and it has been my favorite since i like really discovered my love for music which would have been in like 2015 2016 like because you listen to music throughout your life and you're like all right that's another song oh the radio's on great whatever oh i have an ipod okay cool i got apple i got music or whatever mm -hmm. But it was so difficult to just 
spend a dollar twenty nine on one song and like spend all that money on music and then now you can spend five dollars a month and have all the music you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's wild. Or Spotify, same thing. So when I became a fan of alternative rock, I think it was right after I went to a Twenty One Pilots concert, to be honest, because I went for other reasons. I wanted to see a different artist, and uh, Judah and the Lion was there, John Bellion was there, and Twenty One Pilots was there. And I was supposed to go see All Time Low, or no, Fall Out Boy the year before, which I missed, unfortunately. But I was supposed to see them too, and it was going to be awesome. And I just started listening to this music. All this, this I listened to Twenty One Pilots, and then it was listen to artists like them, you know? So I started listening to artists like them and I was like, I really just like this genre. I really just, this is my music. This is what I like to listen to. And that's what my show's all about now, the underground um, attic. I do uh, every other week, it's alternative rock and the weeks in between is classic rock because, you know, they don't make music the way they used to. Classic rock is something that I hope stays around forever because of the impact it had on film. And that's another big thing is like, cinematography is huge to me and I love film i love cinematography so much all those cinematic adventures my goodness but the music that they put in that especially with like guardians of the galaxy they did so good yes, with the guardians of the really galaxy did. soundtrack so i mean i don't really know why it's alternative rock it's just like what hits me most mm-hmm. i just feel it's a feeling it's hard to explain we've we've had that conversation yeah. before it's a feeling which is crazy because my next question yep is, is what does music mean to you uh because this is an important. I hate you. <laughs> as, as um, as it's this a bunch is a, of notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a bunch. It's it's a four beats in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like oh, no. music, like I've been asking people this because like not only are we a radio station, we do a lot of music, but yeah. I think music music is one thing where it's like if you ever met somebody and they're like I I hate music. Yeah, I hate. I hate it. It's like, like who are you? Yeah, for sure. You know? Because because music is like, it is. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You can, someone can't just say I don't like music because I don't feel like someone can because there is gonna be a song even if it's Happy Birthday for crying out loud. <laughs> if you want to hear your birthday song, <laughs> but <laughs> or we like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, to me, music is just uh, okay. So. I love poetry. I love this the movie Dead Poet Society, and I want to quote from that real quick. So the professor of that, he's an unorthodox professor uh, that comes to this academy for boys. Aren't they all unorthodox? Not this one. <laughs> this professor is unorthodox. But yes, that's, I see what you're what saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's teaching them differently. He has them rip out the pages of the poetry book that they're learning. He's like, this is, this is bullshit. This isn't real. This is not this is not what you need to be taught poetry is four things it's beauty romance it is you know it's what does he say he says uh poetry beauty romance love these are what we stay alive for but there's these noble pursuits of like law business engineering physics you know those are noble pursuits necessary to sustain life but it's poetry beauty romance and love that we stay alive for and i think Music is poetry. I mean, you can date that scientifically that it is poetry. Uh, and so to me, it's just like it's something you stay alive for, something that you want to have. Because what do you do at a funeral? You listen to music. You listen to the songs that they wanted you to hear at their death. 
weddings, same thing. It's mm-hmm. a celebration. Death, death is a celebration. All these things are a celebration, and music helps with that celebration. So music is just a, it's a way to celebrate life. A way to celebrate, you know. <sighs> Sorry. Oh I'm my gosh, you're crying. Cry. <laughs> yeah. <'cause I'm laughs> no, it's but really emotional. what the heck, dude? No, it's because uh, my grandma who passed, mm-hmm. uh, sadly, two years ago, um, always said some said the same thing to me. <laughs> Fuck. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's a celebration? It's Music's a, a celebration? Yeah, because, I mean, the one, she was a really hardcore yeah. uh, Catholic. But she said the one thing about music, no matter, even, she didn't like rap, like, you know, yeah. my grandma, she's like, she was like 80 years old. No grandma likes <laughs> rap. <laughs> no grandma uh, likes rap. Uh, some of these grandmas are going to like rap <laughs> in our generation. I Whether played Avenged con- Sevenfold <laughs> last week or two weeks ago, and my grandma said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, and she even she was like, even if you like that stuff, like, music is a good way to, she always says music's a good way to communicate, like, with God, like, in that sense, yeah. in a religious sense. And that always that always one hit me really hard because I'm not the most I'm Catholic but I'm not the best Catholic but who is <laughs> someone then, that wasn't raised Catholic is the best Catholic, Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> and then so like I always use music like I guess that way and then music was just a big part you know of her life and then became a big part of my life yeah so like you saying that like it, that hit really deep real like that. Yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> I'm an emotional, like... Music music butterfly. go hard. <laughs> yeah, music be tripping. <laughs> that's, no, but that's awesome. And, I mean, it, it's cool that somebody else feels that way because I've never said that before. I've never really felt it until you're in the moment when somebody actually, actually asks I, yeah, you Yeah, genuinely, like, asks you that question. You know, and, like, I've been getting, like, kind of the same, like... Not, like, the same answers, but the same way I ask that question... You get the not like the exact same response, but it's always like you know they really you really start thinking mm-hmm. about it and it really comes out. There's just a there's just a feeling of a, an emo and emotion in like the heart and in the stomach that is different when I listen to certain songs. Like right now, there's a song that I love by a German alternative rock band called Giant Rooks. It's called Watershed and Wild Stare. Those two songs, if I heard them on air right now, if I heard them anywhere right now, I would stop whatever I was doing. I would literally, I, I want to grasp my heart and just like belt because I don't know what it's doing to my, to my soul, mm-hmm. but it's there. And like, I'm okay with it because you don't have to understand it. Just live it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, yeah. All right. I got a last question here. Okay. What does... Since you, since you have joined Wicked, what does Wicked mean to you? Since you've joined they, this radio station, they are my family away from family. It is literally my home away from home. I I could come here every day, and I will have laughs like I've never had before. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I I love it here. I love the people here, and I love the atmosphere that Wicked has to offer, even if it is being restricted due to COVID it is still like I, I just I just want to help make it as great as it can be with the amount of potential it has because we've we've like unlocked maybe five percent of what Wicked can offer and it will n- probably never go past five percent because it will keep getting better as time goes on but things can keep changing as time mm-hmm. goes on and that's the best part is how Wicked can change so, I yeah, nice man. Well, 
that's going to be the time that we have here. Thank you, DJ Oz, for coming on behind the board, getting a little insight there on uh, on DJing and your pins and music. That was really good, man. Thank you. Thank you, DJ Magic Hat. All right, guys, make sure you keep coming into behind the board, and I'll see you next time.